0: Good morning, everybody. This is going to be episode 59 of the 476ers podcast. We're going to talk about a whole bunch of trade rumors. So stay yeah. tuned. Uh, 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 yeah. Justice for the blind, just something that'll find in the rhymes that are coming from my mind. Good morning, good morning, good morning, everybody. That's the second time I'm saying good morning. Can you can only imagine how weird it feels for me to say good morning for the intro and then do it again as if I didn't just say good morning for the intro. But understand I do this all in once and I want you to know I'm breaking the fourth wall. That's what this is. I'm like the deadpool of podcasting. I break the fourth wall, even though podcasting technically is supposed to break the fourth wall anyway. But you know, come on, we all we're playing the game. We're playing the game, right? You know i'm talking to you guys i want you to. i'm a man of the people you know i am one who is of the people uh you know of philadelphia you know that's why the name is 476 that's why the other name is the broad view podcast the view from broad street you know what i mean because spent many a night on broad street uh traversing the 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 ways of the sub as they say the sub's way You know, not the subs way as in a hoagie, but the way of the sub as in a submerged train that takes me from point A to point B and C and D and all the points after and in between and before. Anyway, that was too much. I could have done that as an intro in episode one. This is not episode 59. You know what it is already. Um, So so the NBA has gone fucking crazy. Um, I don't even know where to begin. I wrote some notes here. Um, because there's just so many rumors. I actually, me, me and Vic did a Trade Rumor podcast three days ago or four days ago when we did our, our election podcast. I had recorded a Trade Rumor podcast as well, um, except now it, it was rendered obsolete almost immediately. Pretty much the next day, there was no longer a reason to to keep that podcast. I had to discard it. And now here I am alone, you know what I mean? Without without the more handsome version of this podcast um but here we are we're gonna rock out we're gonna talk about some of these rumors so i'm gonna let's start with cp3 cp3 is a man after my heart you know what i mean Um, he's been linked to a couple teams the reason why i wanted to start with cp3 was because i read an interesting rumor the other day uh, i think it was yesterday or two days ago um that he he's been linked so far to the Suns, the Knicks, and the lakers But he doesn't want to go to the Lakers, apparently. And from what Stephen A. Smith reported, he doesn't want to go to the Lakers because of every reason that we love, which is, according to him, it's he can't bring anything to the Lakers. The Lakers have, they have what he wants. Why does, why is he going to go there and just bring Chase? He wants to go somewhere where he can be a factor and bring, help bring a title to that place. You know what I mean? Uh, he doesn't want to ring chase and he doesn't want to stack the cards for himself. And that's incredible. It's, he is on the, 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 not the back end. I mean, he's in the last 25% of his career, essentially. You know what I mean? He has a couple of few, maybe two to three years left, you would think. Uh, And, you know, just wants to be effective. Now, is it a little foolhardy? Maybe, maybe it is. I don't care. He's my favorite point guard. He's a champion in my heart. So I don't give a shit. Um, the signs are interesting. The Knicks are not, not interesting at all. There's nothing the Knicks have to offer to his career. There's nothing the Knicks have to offer to the, the they have more power forwards than we have. We have we have four power forwards. They have 14 power forwards. It's crazy. They have a roster of power forwards, no shooting guards. Only power forwards, they don't even have centers, just power forwards everywhere. As far as the eye can see, Ellen Brand must be salivating at, at their bench just looking at the amount of power forwards. How Kaolo Quinn slipped through the grubby midst of the Knicks is, is, is beyond me. You know what I mean? I, I can't believe they don't want Tobias, he just doesn't have enough power in his forward. I'm guessing is why they don't want Tobias, but. They have nothing to offer. They have the eighth pick, which is – so it would have to be the eighth pick, obviously. If they want a CP3. It's going to be the eighth pick and, and a mixture of things. I would guess that the the Thunder are going to want the eighth pick. They're going to want Frank Nicotine. Uh, and some – but somehow have to make the salaries work. I guess give up Julius Randle and something else to make these salaries work. I don't know how the salaries work. would work. The other trade is the Suns, which is I find really, really, really interesting. The problem is, uh, from what I'm reading, is that the Thunder don't have necessarily – the Suns don't necessarily have anything the Thunder want. The Suns are trying to now make a trade somewhere else to get picks, a pick to send back to the Thunder to make this trade. They were apparently pitched, Ricky Rubio and Kelly Oubre – and I get, I get why the Thunder don't want that, because that's a win-now move. You know, Kelly Oubre and Ricky Rubio can help a lot of teams win right now, just not the Thunder, probably. You know what I mean? It's just not going to help the Thunder. I love Kelly Oubre. You know, big fan of Oubre. Um, he might, he's just a step beyond where the Thunder want to be, I think. You know, the Thunder are not necessarily in a rebuild, but they want a guy, right? They're trying to find and trying to identify a young guy, the guy, um, so I don't think they want Oubre, but I mean, honestly, I think that's probably the best they're going to get if we're being honest. And we've got to remember CP3 is old. He has a massive albatross of a contract. Um, so if they could make that work, maybe they can get Bridges in there. I don't think they, I have no way the Suns are going to give Bridges. They're going to want to keep Bridges to play with CP3. I mean, ultimately your, your best case scenario is a CP3, Booker, Bridges, um, whomever, and you know, and uh, and DeAndre Ayton. Um, so we'll see. Uh, it's very interesting. I find that very interesting. That's not a championship team, but I find it interesting. You know what I mean? Um, next is Houston. Houston, I mean, Houston probably should have been number one here, but CP3, Houston, they're kind of connected. Houston has a problem. You know, I wrote that in my notes as a pun, right? Houston, we have a problem? No, but they have a problem. The, the problem is is emerged. It's, it's exploded. You know what I mean? When Houston had a problem in Apollo, it was that they were noticing issues among the dashboard of electronics and they were saying, oh, we got problems, Houston. And in this case, Houston, the the dashboard of electronics has exploded. I mean, the people have been eradicated. Houston's problem is now, we're now looking for solutions. We're looking for ways to address the families of the lost in the problem that is now Houston. Um, It has gone bad, you know what I mean? Essentially, essentially, as soon as they moved on from Mike D'Antoni, grumbling started. As soon as Murray was gone, that pretty much broke the bow because now there were rumors that Russ and James Harden essentially were having conversations that they were not long for the Rockets because they thought the Rockets are – they think the Rockets are not long for them. They think the Rockets want to go into a rebuild. And obviously, Russ and James, they're getting older. They're, all, they're in their 30s now. You know, they're no longer spring chicken. They're looking to win. Um, so now looks like Russ has re- requested a trade. A- 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 aside from that, though, there have been a million rumors that have come out from there. Rumors that PJ Tucker is unhappy. Uh, rumors that Austin Rivers is unhappy. Austin is opt out of his contract. He's made that clear. Um, and there were rumors that he was unhappy. There were rumors that Eric Gordon was unhappy. The the, the little competition between him and Danuel House and all this shit. You know, it's, it's just some some confusion over playing time and whatever. So he's unhappy. Russ and James apparently have gotten into a bunch of arguments, even though they love each other, which listen, that's kind of Russ and James getting into, I've argued with all of my best friends. You're not actually one of my best friends unless I haven't argued with you or threatened you somehow, or, or insulted you as a person, as a human being, you cannot be one of my best friends until I've done that to you. You know what I mean? So Russ and James in my book, they must be the best of friends. They're the greatest of friends. There is no friends greater than these two. Um, and, But that doesn't mean they want to play basketball together, right? That doesn't mean that they're they're necessarily fitting on a basketball court. They they don't fit on a basketball court. Let's be clear. They they don't fit. I didn't think CP3 and James Harden fit. The reason it worked was because as soon as James Harden went, as soon as James Harden went to the bench, CP3 then ran the offense his way. He could find ways to be a spot-up shooter for James. Uh, But because James never reciprocated it, it made it impossible. Well, what do you expect is going to happen when Russ is there? Russ, except Russ can't spot-up shoot. Russ can't shoot. Russ can't spot a shot he wants to shoot that's going to go in, unless it's five feet from the rim, unless he has – in order to rush, Russ needs to get going. He needs the momentum of anger. He needs an angry momentum. Someone in the crowd needs to say something ignorant to him. He needs to rock the baby a few times. He needs Damian Lillard guarding him. He needs to post up a smaller player. And then he gets the juices flowing. You know, once, once his mouth starts, uh, starts twisting in those weird ways, you know, he has that mouth, twist like a lizard. You know what I mean? And once it twists enough, he's ready to go. You know, but he's not going to be ready to go playing off ball like that. Um, So I don't, you know, a bunch of rumors have come out. Russ is asking for a trade. The the Rockets, the the Clippers are apparently interested in Russ. The only way I see that working, Russ, who makes another, uh, again, another albatross of a fucking contract, the only way that works is a PG trade pretty much. And I've, I've had conversations with my cap expert, TJ. TJ is the cap expert uh, and also the college expert. He knows where everyone's going to college. Even if he doesn't know you, he knows where you went to college. You don't have to be a basketball player. You just show up one day and he'll be like, oh, I know what college you went to. You don't have to tell him. Uh, but also the, cop, the cap expert. I had conversations with him and, and one thing we kicked around was could they sign and trade, do a sign and trade with Montrez? It would have to be like Montrez and PG and maybe something else for Russ, just to match the contracts. I don't know what. I don't think they have any draft picks. Pretty much, you know, the, all the draft picks are gone at this point to trade for PG, so they can't even include those in for Russ. And that's not an even deal. It's just not an even deal. You're going to trade PG and Montrez for Russ. Listen, they have their own issues. But PG at his best is, is PG at his best is better than Russ. Neither one of them are playoff performers. Let's be clear. PG and or Russ, neither one are playoff performers. Okay, the difference is Russ never has a deer in the headlights expression necessarily. You know, he just keeps running into a wall until he flames out in the playoffs. Um, and he talks shit the entire way out. Um, and I can tell you the Clippers can't appreciate PG posted on his timeline. You know, he got he's he's gotten engaged or maybe even married. I don't know. Shout out to him. You know, I'm not even gonna hate. Um, and wife is beautiful, even though PG's hairline is wild small. He um, posted on a timeline that she got a ring before him, and I promise you, Kawhi is seething. He's looking at that caption, and he is so fucking angry. His, his, you know, it's like an anime when you see like the the shit shrinks and it's like dark up top and bottom, but his eyes, you just see his eyes, and it's fucking anger. I I guarantee it's anger in the back. It's that ugly laugh going off, huh, huh, and then the small eyes. Um, so I'm sure he's pissed off about that. Um, but I, so I don't see how that deal makes sense. I, I, I don't see how they can make that deal work. There's also rumors about the Knicks. The craziest rumor to me is the Hornets. You know, it's funny because I was talking to, 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 again, said cap expert. And, you know, we, we were kind of like, I guess for us to the Hornets make sense. But then when the NBA exploded, and I'm going to get to some of the other ones that exploded, and I just kept seeing deals that didn't make any fucking sense. I realized that the NBA had lost its mind. What is Russ actually going to do for the Hornets? other than put people in seats. You know what I mean? Mike, MJ loves Russ, Um, but what is that gonna do? And who are you gonna trade? So you're gonna trade Scary Terry probably, you're probably gonna trade, gonna have to get, you you, you get Nicholas Batum off the books who also has an albatross of a contract, Uh, and a draft pick, I guess. You know, some draft picks for Russ, maybe. And what does that do for you? But give you the eighth seed. That's gonna give you the eighth seed in the East. That's not good. That's not a good seed to be in in the East. That's not good. And then Russ is going to – is Russ going to rock the baby on Giannis when he sees him? That's going to be disappointing for them. (laughs) I don't see how that helps them. Um, Listen, the Hornets have some young guys I do like. You know what I mean? P.J. Washington comes to mind. Uh, uh, Devontae Graham comes to mind. Um, the, the Bridges brother, the other, I always get them between Mikhail and Michael. I always get them confused. So the other Bridges is what I call him come to mind. They have some guys I do like, but they, I mean, they don't have enough not, they don't have enough. What is Russ going to do for them? You know what I mean? Again, get make them an eight seed, maybe a seven seed. You know what I mean? Uh, depending how the rest of the East kind of plays out, I guess, you know, there's not a whole lot of stuff there. You know, the, listen, the Nets are going to be in the top seven. So that, that – you know, you lock that in pretty much. The Pacers, obviously, you're going to have the Bucks, Bucks, Pacers, Raptors, Sixers, Celtics, right? Nets, Heat, S seven. So you're going to go for the eighth Their market – with Russ, are markedly still worse than the top – these seven that I just named over here. They're worse than them. So um, – and there's no other team that's really going to compete. The other – there's been – um but before let me jump before i jump around so that's the 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 rust hornets i don't see how that makes any sense there's also rumors now about about james possibly wanting out not sure a little iffy no no one's quite sure what's going on um uh there's also rumors that the rockets are interested in surge the lakers are also interested in surge uh so you know just a lot of A lot of stuff. No, not surge. I'm sorry. The Rockets are interested in Christian Wood. I think it is. A lot of teams are interested in Christian Wood. We had Christian Wood at one time. You should know that. Um, And we let him go. But a lot of teams are interested in Christian Wood. I'm thinking that the Pistons are going to re-sign him. That that's not going to be an option. So I I I didn't even write that on my list. I'm just mentioning that the Rockets. The Rockets want another. They want a big man because you know they. But they. But the point is, they want a big man who can space the floor. You know, they didn't need to trade Clint. They needed to trade. They needed to get a big man who could space the floor to help. To help you know run a five hour offense essentially, um, so so in, in but in light of the NBA losing his fucking mind and making deals that don't make any sense, the Lakers are interested in DeMar DeRozan. Well, how does that make sense? Now, listen, this is not this is not to hate on DeMar. DeMar can help some teams out. Um, I can't think of a team he can help out off the top of my head. Uh, <laughs> who could he help? You know, I keep thinking the Nuggets. I think he could help the Nuggets out, uh, could fill up that two-spot. The problem being, he doesn't spread the floor, right? He's not a three-point shooter. Could he help them, though? Could he replace Gary Harris? Gary Harris is a better three-point shooter, but I think Gary Harris probably needs a change of scenery. And DeMar can help them get a bucket when they need one, get to the line, do those things, um, can help apply more offensive pressure, take some of the load off of Joker, some of the load off of Jamal, Uh, by adding another guy who can handle the ball, can initiate the offense, can get you a bucket. I think he can help the Nuggets. He can't help the Lakers. You know, his skill set can help the Lakers. The problem is, okay, so let's let's run this down real quick, Lakers. You want to run out an offense right now. Uh, Rondo might be leaving. I'm thinking Rondo's going to leave. So let's say next year, let's say you trade for DeMar, and next year you're running out I I, th- I don't know if Avery's still. Let's say Avery's still on the team. Okay, so Avery Bradley is your starting plays your starting one, Demar Derozan. Okay, LeBron James. Mm-hmm. A. D. Okay. Dwight Howard or Javale McGee. So you want to run out three? You want to run out your 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 middle three guys. Don't shoot three super effectively. AD is the best three-point shooter out of those three. And then a guy who doesn't do anything offensively. Now, there are rumors they want surge. Why? Well, because of this exact reason. Because they need guys that can spread the floor while these three assholes are 15 feet away from the basket looking at each other playing hacky sack. So I don't see how that makes sense. I would think you want more shooters. You know what I mean? Now, maybe they say we get Demar. And we get surge. okay, you're not going to keep Danny Green. He doesn't spread the floor right now. Uh, and LeBron could take a month off, and you have AD running with Demar, And maybe that, in their mind, is worth it, saying, well, LeBron, you take a month off, take the first month of the season off, let Demar and AD run the show here. That's good enough for sure to, to have a 60% winning percentage probably, at least go 500 until you come back. Uh, maybe that makes sense. Maybe that's the thought process. Seems a little short-sighted. Um, I, I just, I don't like the fate of DeMar on the Lakers. I, I, hit, I hate that. I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. No one's, no one pronounces the first T in hate like that. No one pronounces a T in hate. Think about hate. It just sounds like I'm saying, hey, with a, with a hard Y or something. Hey, I hate it, right? I hate it though you tell me DeMar is going to be on the Lakers? I got to put the T all the way. I got to cross the fucking T. I hate it. Hate it. Um, the other rumor, so so I mean, essentially the Spurs are in the middle of blowing it up. There's a rumor of LaMarcus going to the Warriors, which I did like when I first read it. But then as I talked to Victor, I realized I did not like it. <laughs> I, I don't mind. It. I don't mind it. The problem is because of contracts, they would trade LaMarcus. And have to probably take back Draymond Green. They will trade Lamarcus for the second pick and take back Draymond Green. Um, And then they're going to flip Draymond. They're going to end up flipping Draymond somewhere else. They're not going to flip him to us for for Al Horford. No one's going to flip anything to us for Al Horford. Um, They're going to flip him somewhere for something. I don't don't know what that is. He can help a lot of teams. He'd be great on the Hawks. Honestly, he'd be fucking fantastic on the Hawks. He'd be perfect for the Hawks. I don't know, which is, you know, baby stuff, right? Um, or he'd also be great on the Mavericks. There's a, he can help a lot. Of, he can help a couple of teams. Draymond can help every team in the NBA. Let me understand. Unlike what I just said about Demar, Draymond can help every team in the NBA. His shooting leaves much to be desired, for sure. But he could for sure help every team in the NBA in some capacity. You know what I mean? Even if he replaced Paul Millsap on the Nuggets, right? Yeah, he could help them a lot. Um so I don't know, but and, and I I like the concept of Lamarcus, Steph, and Clay. Lamarcus is a bruising screen setter, um, can spread out and sh- can, is a better shooter than than Draymond. is a better offensive player in terms of scoring, scoring efficiency, and scoring output. You can just dump the ball to him; he'll get you a bucket. Whereas Draymond is not that, but Draymond can initiate the offense. So he, Draymond, Draymond does a lot. It takes a lot a lot of pressure off of Steph as a ball handler. Um, With that said, I don't know. You know, I I liked it at first, but now I don't think I like it that much. You know what I mean? I don't think I like it that much. You're better off flipping the second round pick for something else. Or maybe they flip flip Wiggins. Maybe that's the answer. Maybe it's Wiggins in the second pick. If they can do that – now, hold on. I just talked myself back into it. If they can flip Wiggins in the second pick for LaMarcus, now we're in business. Now you're telling me a Steph, Clay, whomever – and then Draymond and Lamarcus at your five. Now Lamarcus doesn't like playing the five, famously. He wants to be your four. Lamarcus, shake the fuck up. You're good. You're the you're the center. Now we're talking about something. Now we got something going here. Um, they need a wealth of help, though. You know, they need bench guys. They have no depth on the on the Warriors. So I don't know. That doesn't solve all their issues. Um, they'd be better flipping Wiggins for a couple things, for a few pieces to to help them. Um, the Bucks. So the Bucks, uh, the, the, the Bucks essentially are trying to trade Eric Bledsoe it's too late, Milwaukee. For, also, the Bucks came out with new jerseys so today. Go look those up. They essentially looked at the Heat jersey, the, the Heat City jersey, and said, I like that jersey. Let's do it. They don't understand that the Heat City jersey is a very specific jersey. It's four, it's like a Miami Vice Heat, Neon. I just took some fucking Somali and some E. Uh, which are the same thing. And I'm like going crazy. I'm in Miami. I see Rick Ross at the port of Miami making weird noises, uh, noises with his chest that he's just rumbling out. He's saying he's a hustler. I don't know. Uh, I see Trick Daddy over there. Trick Daddy's not looking too good. Uh, Uncle Luke, you know, got chicks twerking on a boat. Milwaukee, you don't have any of those things. Now all you have is a bunch of neon colors on a jersey that people are going to be wearing in the dead of winter when it's when it's two and a half degrees outside. It's absolute zero in Milwaukee sometimes. You want absolute, absolute zero is the coldest temperature on Earth uh, in, in the universe, I'm sorry. Absolute zero is the coldest temperature in the universe. It's ex, ex, experienced in the dead of space, but also in Milwaukee, when they're gonna be wearing these fake Miami Heat jerseys. So I don't know why you did that. Um, however, with that said, they are trying to trade Eric Bledsoe. It's a little bit too late though. I'm gonna be honest with you. You fucked up when you didn't re-sign Malcolm Brogdon and you gave Bledsoe the contract now Bledsoe is on a good contract I will say that and they have an option of not guaranteeing the final year which is his most expensive year if they decide to opt out in June of this coming year uh they can waive the rest of that contract so it's a very team friendly deal that deal because it's team friendly can help them get some assets back if they probably trade him to a trash team um like the Sixers uh, because the Sixers, what we're on the precipice of doing, we're, we're our position right now. The reason why that Eric Bledsoe deal might be good for us, well, we need a point guard like that who can help initiate the offense, can help break break down the defense, get to the basket, can also be a threat from three, right? We need a guy like that. Eric Bledsoe can help with that, but also because we don't know. Let me. I promise you, if it flames out again, there's going to be explosions at some point. Well, could you waive that contract and say, you know, no harm, no foul, depending on the assets you're giving up? You know what I mean? It depends on the assets you're giving up. At a certain level, we keep giving up assets for guys and it's not fucking working. You know what I mean? I've been pissed off about this now for two years, giving up assets for, for Jimmy, assets for Toby, and, and it didn't work out. Those were mistakes, honestly. You know what I mean? Those were all mistakes. So trading for Eric Bledsoe for us would compound that issue. Now, to be clear, we haven't been linked to Eric Bledsoe at all. I'm just. Thinking in terms of the Sixers, Eric Bledsoe is a guy who can help the Sixers, but what it would take to get him makes me feel like it's not worth it. Um, but because of that team-friendly deal, there are teams who could take a flyer on him uh, for a year, see how it goes, and if they want to move on, move on. I can't think of any good teams like that, and I don't know what assets or what what assets Eric Bledsoe is even going to really bring back, um, you know, to help the Bucks. What, what, what you know, it was. You know, you're not going to – the the Thunder are not going to want Eric Bledsoe to, to, to trade Chris – they're not going to swap Chris Paul for Eric Bledsoe. Um, and it, it, it's not even – that's not even enough. You know what I mean? They need more contracts to, to make that up. Um, yeah, I just don't see a team – he's not going to go back to the Suns. He burned down the Suns when he left. You can understand. He burned that bridge all the way, so the Suns are not even an option. Uh, with the magic trade for Eric Bledsoe, maybe there are rumors that they want to move Eric Gordon, but I don't know how Aaron Gordon actually helps the Bucks. so I don't even think that makes sense. Um, the Bucks are trying to – listen, the point is the Bucks are trying to make something happen right now. You know what I mean? They are standing by their – they want to stand by their plan, which is they're going to ride out with with Giannis. They want to, make, they want to convince him to stay, uh, and they don't want to trade him. So they're trying to find ways to improve a roster that is – that they've complicated already. You know what I mean. The answer to me is Giannis at the five. That to me is the answer that will fix a ton of issues. Then you don't even have to trade Eric Bledsoe. You know what I mean. Then you don't even got to trade Eric Bledsoe. Put Giannis at the five and let's rock out. Um, just Brooke is just isn't enough there. You know, then Brook can go back to being your backup. You could probably move Robin Lopez. There's teams that would definitely take on Robin Lopez that could use him. You know, just the thought Pacers are also in the midst of a mini Houston, which is right, because Indiana is, you know, like the, uh, you know, Indiana is a small market team, so they have small market issues. And their biggest issue right now is that apparently Oladipo, Victor Oladipo during games was campaigning to play for other teams, which is kind of crazy. I find that hard to believe. Victor Oladipo won, um, has ties to Indiana. He went to college there. Um just seems like a good team now I've never heard anything like this come up now there was a weird Twitter exchange I I read Uh, now I'm off Twitter but I read this on Hoops Hype Rumors Uh, there was a weird Twitter exchange where his sister read that that headline quote tweeted it and said now who would make up a lie like this somebody in the comments of that tweet said probably Miles Turner's bum ass and she retweeted, not necessarily confirming it, but almost like, yeah, you probably right. Like a type of response, like, yeah, you right, probably. And Miles Turner replied like, damn, it's like that. Now, m- normally I would look at this because I'm from the age where this, that Twitter shit is all a joke to me. But it's not a joke for this generation of people. This is a serious beef for them. You know what I mean? Um, so that's weird. That's interesting. I don't know if that's true. Um, That's just weird. I don't know. I don't know what to say about that very weird exchange. Uh, What I do know, Oladipo seems to want out. All right. And the Pacers want to move on from him. Rightfully so. Listen, the Pacers played really, really well uh, without Oladipo in the lineup. When Oladipo came in, came back, he didn't really fit. He couldn't find his spot. I don't know where the right place we could use Oladipo. I could tell you that. We could probably use him. I don't know what we would trade for him. Toby anyone probably not they're, they're not going to take Toby's overpriced contract for the Depot. Uh, Old Depot would help us the, 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 he's been linked to the Celtics I don't again I don't see how he helps the Celtics. This goes back to what I'm saying over here about confusing deals. I don't see how that helps the Celtics man. I just don't get it. I don't see. So you want you want to mix Kemba so the deal would be all Depot for Gordon Hayward something like that pretty much straight up maybe some other pieces I don't know. So you're gonna run out, you're gonna move out Gordon Hayward, who I consider to be maybe a better playmaker, honestly, than Oladipo to a certain extent. Oladipo's a good playmaker, but I think Gordon is man, Gordon is a very good basketball player. I understand he's had some down years because of injury, but you're gonna rock out with Kemba, Oladipo, Jalen, Tatum, and question mark at center. Now there's a lot of rumors that they want to try to get Miles Turner, too. So, like, Miles and Oladipa, I don't know what it would take to get that. I can't imagine that Gordon Hayward brings you back those two pieces. Um, so, we're just going to leave Creston market at center. The point being, all four three – of, three of the four of these guys need the ball in their hands to be effective. Uh, Jalen is the only one who fits – can probably fit anywhere seamlessly, can handle – can cross, can take people off the dribble if need be, but is also a very good spot-up shooter. Kemba is morphing into a better spot-up shorter, but Tatum, the ball, Tatum is the guy. So you're going to bring Oladipo, who just showed you that he can't play off the ball. He just showed you he can't play off the ball. You want to complicate things? Listen, lock yourself out. I don't think it makes you better, Celtics. Please do it, then. Um, there's also They're also linked to Drew. Uh, let, yeah, fuck it. They're also linked to Drew Holiday, uh, which is the same thing. Now, Drew, I think, fits better than Oladipo, you know what I mean, on that team. And, again, it's not about who's a better basketball player. I just think he fits better because he's a better defender. They're both good defenders. Oladipo's a very good defender. But Drew's a better defender. I mean, you, you, you saw this offseason. Uh, KD, I think, was on the J.J. Redick podcast, trash-ass podcasting. What is it? J.J. and the boy or something, whatever, it's trash. This stupid name. He was on that podcast and, and and JJ asked who he thought the best defender in the NBA was. And KD pretty much, they they pretty much went on a fast song about, yo, it's Drew. Drew was the best, the best on-ball defender in the NBA. Um, so he can help. He can help the Celtics better than or can help, but that none of those things addresses their main problem. They need a big man. <laughs> you know what I mean? Now, could Gordon and a draft pick, they have some draft picks, so could Gordon and draft assets get back Drew? and Derek Favor somehow from, you know, could, could that maybe happen? Derek could help them fill a need at five, at the five, but also give them, uh, you know, and then give them Drew, and then Gordon could give them – could go to the – I just – listen, you got to figure out what the Pelicans' plan is. You know what I mean? Are they going to be playing a five next to Zion, or are they going to go next level and say, Zion, you're our five? Because I think that makes sense too. I think that – I don't think that's a bad idea. You know what I mean? I don't think it's a bad idea to do. Zion, BR5. Uh, and then you could have Zion, Gordon, Brandon Ingram, I guess Josh Hart and Lonzo Ball. That's not bad. That's five playmakers pretty much on the court. You know what I mean? And like like my man Vic likes to say, and we've talked about a bunch of times, what the what the Warriors did that other teams had can't replicate, aside from Steph and Clay being one and two as the greatest shooters of all time, was they filled the court with playmakers at all times? Even when they had Andrew Bogut, Andrew Bogut was a good passer. Harrison Barnes was a solid, you know, solid passer. Not, not they don't stop the ball. Draymond obviously is a good ball, uh, a good passer, ball handler. Iggy was, Clay is, Steph is all smart guys. Same thing with the the Spurs before that. The Spurs are the ones who originate. That's how they beat the Heat. Five guys who can all play make, and now you don't know who, how you can't defend this, right? So you put those – you put a, an assemblance of talents like that on the Pelicans, all guys who can um, handle and or play make, you know, maybe that can help. Maybe that makes – gives them a little interesting – a little something interesting to play with. Um, other than that, I, you know, I, but but with that said, I don't necessarily love Drew on, on the Celtics. That doesn't scare me as a Sixers fan per se because um, I think you're minimizing what he can do on offense by putting him on that team. You know, I think Drew – can find better fits i think drew fits really really well on the nuggets you know the nuggets have the type of roster that you can find a lot of use for a lot of guys because they have floor spacing and they have talent they have skill and they have iq so you can find a lot of guys you can find a way to fit in that team gordon hayward would fit there right victor ladiba would fit there drew would fit there a million guys would fit there um so i don't know but we'll see drew would be fucking awesome here we don't have what it takes to get them though Um, we don't have what it takes to get anybody. To be clear, we don't have assets. We have ass. You know what I mean? A lot of butt on the team, on the roster. You know what I mean? Uh, Because Joel is not an asset. We're not trading him. That's not an asset. He's not a trade asset because we're not moving him. Ben is a trade asset. Uh, I think if we're going to move anyone, it'd be Ben. But I don't want to trade Ben. So in my mind, he's not a trade asset, but for Daryl Morey, I don't know. Daryl Morey's got his Texas instrument, his TI 8300. He's popping up numbers. He's charting graphs, and he's saying, well, Ben doesn't shoot threes. You know, he's arriving at this lo- at this location. Ben doesn't shoot threes. Um, and that is burning Daryl Morey's insides alive. You know what I mean? So I don't know how that's going to work. The Heat, the Heat have been linked to a couple guys. Um, oh, man, I forgot who they were just linked to uh notably and that's that's hurting my soul they've been linked to a few guys nothing nothing too impactful honestly um listen they're in a waiting game because they essentially want to see what's gonna happen with, with Giannis they want Giannis right that's who they want um they've been linked to a few a few other guys that could help them shoot and playmake um Chris Paul doesn't seem to be in, in the discussions any longer as guys that they could possibly trade for um would Eric Bledsoe help them maybe maybe Eric Bledsoe could help them i mean Dragic is listen dragic is a dragic is a better offensive player than bledsoe bledsoe's a better defender than dragic um but dragic isn't a bad defender and eric bledsoe isn't a bad offensive player um so you know they kind of offset they're probably they're almost probably the same the, the the difference being that they both they both have scary injury histories bledsoe but dragic has been injured more and dragic is older too you know what I mean? That's kind of the other issue. So, um, I, I, you know, I don't know. I, I, I don't know. I don't see how that really helps them. Um, the Heat – listen, the he- – I'm going to be honest with you. I'm going to spit a little hot take here. This might be a little bit of hate. I might be hating on Jimmy a little bit. I don't know yet. I don't want to hate. Okay, shout out to Jimmy. Jimmy did great in the finals. It was the inc- I mean – I'm not even saying that to be funny. He did fucking, he was incredible in the finals to be clear. He went uh, beyond my expectations of him better than I thought he could be. Um, So, so he did great. I don't think the heat will be back in the finals ever again. I don't think Jimmy will be back in the finals ever again. Uh, I'm sorry. The heat will be back in the finals at some point in the future. I don't know when I don't think Jimmy and this team will be back in the finals personally. Um, I think this was a very peculiar year and these very specific circumstances, a guy like Jimmy is a lunatic and a lot of those guys marched to his kind of to his energy. So when they got back in the bubble, they were tremendously focused. You know what I mean? Almost more focused than every while a lot of teams were struggling. A lot of guys were coming out saying they were struggling with that environment, but very famously, Paul George said he was struggling. Um, a lot of guys were struggling with those environments. The heat seemed to be like just under the the spell of Jimmy Butler. he had hypnotized them in some weird way. And these were guys were Uber focused. I want to continue to point out before COVID shut down the NBA season, the Heat were were in a they were in a tailspin. You know what I mean? They were losing like eight out of ten games at a time for like a 20-game stretch. They had started as first place in the East, to be clear. They were first in the East over the first three months of the season. And then it started falling apart for them. You know, then all of a sudden they take a break into the bubble and they end up going to the finals. Um, And it was great. And I'm not trying to, I'm not trying to subvert their effort or or anything like that. But, but what I, what I want to just, I just want to put in perspective to keep in question, keep in mind, when we come into this new season, I don't expect the heat to be back there. If they, if they are, Hey, more power to you, man. That'll be incredible to watch. I gotta give them some credit. If I was looking at the East right now, right now the class of the East, we, the Raptors. We don't know what's gonna happen with them. Van Fleet has made it clear that he wants to cash out. The Raptors are probably gonna play Fred Van. Are gonna pay Fred Van Fleet. I just don't know how much money he gets. I don't know how much money his son gets. His firstborn. Uh, because it's a package deal. Fred without the child is not a good shooter. Fred with the child now—that's Steph Curry. So I don't, you know, that's a package deal. I don't know how that's going to work for them. Um, they have some moves that they need to make too. They're going to let Serge go, and if you let Serge go, that does that mean you're going to move Gasol back in the starting lineup, or does that mean you're going to go with with Boucher as your five? It doesn't really make a whole lot of sense. Um, so I don't know what moves they have to make. What I will say is that Masai Uri- U- Ujiri is unimpeachable as a GM, so you're going to let him do what he's going to do. Uh, but they might be in the precipice of a rebuild, possibly. You know, I I wouldn't be surprised. You know what I mean? We'll see. Uh, maybe not, but maybe not a rebuild, but a pretty severe retooling. Letting Van Fleet go, moving Kyle Lowry, uh, moving Serge, or letting Serge, I don't know what their contract situation is, and trying to retool with other guys. Maybe they make a surprising deal for Oladipo or maybe they make a surprising move for Gordon Hayward somehow. And they retool that way. I I think that is probably likely. Um, I don't know what, what they're going to do, but I would say that the Celtics are the class of the East still. They have some stuff that they need to address on the roster. They need a center. You know what I mean? They need a big man. If they can somehow make the deal for Miles Turner without losing too much, then I think that's what you want to do. I wouldn't want to lose Gordon Hayward, if I'm being honest. Maybe Robert Williams is the answer at center. He he showed flashes. You know, he's strong. He's undersized, but he's strong, a good rebounder. Um, and, you know, Daniel Tice, whatever. Or maybe the answer is that you just let Tatum – continue to progress. You let Jalen continue to progress and you come into next season with two of maybe the best 10 guys in the NBA all of a sudden. And now it doesn't even fucking matter. Right. I think that the Celtics are probably the class in the East, in my opinion. Oh, and, and, and even going back real quick, talking about what, what, even if the Hornets traded for Russ, what are you fighting for eighth? I mean, listen, the, 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 the wizards need some help. Okay. They need help on that team. They want to sign Burt's hands. That's their main goal is to sign Davis Burt's hands. But I've said on this podcast a few times, they're healthy starting five. I like a lot. John Wall, Bradley Beal, Hachimura. I mean, John Walls look good in the offseason. You know what I mean? And as someone who is an offseason savant watching Joel Embiid post up five foot six guys and dominate them and thinking that he is now the best center in the NBA, it worked out. John Walls looking great. Bradley is Bradley. Rory Hachimura, another year in the NBA. Maybe he gets better. Maybe he improves. Um, Davis Bird's hands if they re sign him. And Thomas Davis coming off the bench, you got Ish Smith, uh, who, you know, it's whatever, but he's a solid bench guy. You know, it's because he's a solid bench guy. And maybe they get some other pieces. I like that Wizards team. I would argue that Wizards team would be better than that Hornets team if they trade for Russ. So, you know, I don't, you know, whatever. Point being, South Six are private class of the East. The Bucks. Until they can make it to the finals. At the, I mean, you know what? The Bucs and the Celtics are class of the East. Because before any, either one of them can make it to the finals. The thing is that the Celtics have been to the Eastern Conference Finals. So I'm going to give the Celtics a little bit uh, edge above the Bucks for right now. So Celtics, Bucks, class of the East. Then that's are going to be a problem. We don't know what it's going to look like with with Kyrie and KD. What we do know is that they might be moving Spencer Dinwiddie, and that is a big trade asset. I like Dinwiddie a lot. I'm sure a lot of teams do, and they could probably get some other help back for Dinwiddie that's going to complement both Kyrie and KD a little bit more. So they're going to be up there. If KD is on the basketball court. He's the best basketball player on the court, like nine times out of ten. You know what I mean? Even more than you can't even say 99 times out of a hundred, because there's only a few other guys who might be better than him on a basketball court at a time. Um, the Sixers, I mean, we still suck, but we're there, you know, and then you got teams like the Pacers, the Heat, you, you know, and then you got teams like the Pacers, whatever. But my point being, I don't know that the Heat are going to be long for the finals next year. I don't see that happening personally. I'm not saying it's impossible, but if, if I'm betting money on it, if there was a bet I could take that the Heat do not make the finals, I would take that bet. Um, the problem is that that bet would be like minus 1500 because most teams don't make the finals. Obviously, uh, it's a two and 32 chance to make the finals. Um, I mean, it's not two and 32. That's a little bullshit. It's the only two teams make it, but put it this way. The Hawks don't have a two and 32 chance to make the final. They don't have a one in 16 chance of making the finals in the East. Okay. Let's be clear. The Hawks don't have that chance. They have like a one in a hundred chance of making the East finals. Um, so, I mean, that's it. I mean, there's going to be more rumors, I'm sure, by the time. By the time I put this podcast out, the world will have blown up. So, who knows? You know, who knows what's going to happen? Everyone, you know the deal, right? What, what, what am I going to say? Say it with me. Wash your stupid fucking hands. Listen, COVID is on a goddamn, COVID is on a killing spree. Oh, shit. COVID is on a killing spree. You know what I mean? At this point, he is the serial killer of diseases. Wash your hands. Wear a mask. All right? Let's, let's get through this. Let's get through this together, but not together. Alone. Together alone, alone together. Wash your hands, wear a mask. Black Lives Matter. Arrest the cops who killed Breonna Taylor. Um Yeah, that's it, everybody. Stay safe. Yo. Uh, 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 yeah. Justice for the blind, just something that'll find in the rhymes that are coming from my mind used to come